Hi, welcome to Unformed Opinions. <laughs> I thought we were calling it. Are we calling Unformed? I forget what we were calling it. Let's do. Uh, or should we? Versus. I don't even our, know. The our other childhood option. is the other option. Oh no. No. Not the other option. Okay, Unformed Opinions. Yes. Unformed yeah. Opinions. Okay. Today we're going to be watching Saint Elsewhere, the last episode of the first season. Mm-hmm. And and why are we doing that? Um, none of us have seen it. The show and. And the final season of the final episode isn't on. <laughs> so we have to use this one. Yeah, for some weird reason, it seems like only the first season is available in, in, um, on the digital platforms. Yeah. Do you know how many seasons there were? I think it went to 88. Yeah, quite a few. 82 to 88, so six seasons. Yeah, I think that's about right. It's a healthy, healthy run. There's a lot of stars. Yeah, five cool. stars. Denzel, right? Denzel and the Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, like our favorite. Do you know any other Denzels? Well, I didn't. Well, once again, I didn't know anything about the. I thought this show, like I was saying earlier, was about priests and nuns, <laughs> like some sort of like Pride and Prejudice or like Downton Abbey style. Oh, like literally saying elsewhere, like like right. A, like like a... I had <laughs> no idea until you just showed it that it was had something to do with a hospital. Yeah. So in my mind, it was a sh- like I, I remember hearing about it growing up, but I had no idea what the show was. Yeah. Why? Why was it a big deal? What do we, what do we I, know? It's a doctor show. Doctor shows are always a big deal. I think, especially before television got good. But Quincy. Is, yeah. Quincy. Is uh, I guess he show? wasn't a doctor. He was the autopsy guy. That Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. Those yeah. ER. Why do we care about doctor shows so much? Because I, I have no idea, actually. Well, I, I think it's because in society everyone has this respect for doctors and like, kind of like what they do to a lay person is like magic. They're like, I can heal you. I or like, I don't know. Like I, because every time I go to a hospital, I'm like, God, it's not like the TV show. Like you're, the nurses' station is always creepy, like everything is just. And the doctors are like so quick, and it's like, when are they having these fucking conversations? And we're not really interested in how they do it because we don't care about the science. <laughs> like the doctor well, show isn't about like how to make do these procedures. It's about who's fucking who. Most of the well, time. these shows are, but well, yeah, because but then you have House where it's like, but that's more of a detective show than it is. It's just like him a being an show. asshole. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The star is the bad guy from Twelve Monkeys. I know that. Oh yeah. Because when I saw who was the bad guy? There's a bad guy. He's the one who releases all the germs. Oh, oh but no, no, sorry. Right, right, right. Is there a bad guy in Saint Elsewhere? No, he's the star of Saint Elsewhere. Is the bad, <laughs> the bad guy in Twelve Monkeys? Because when I saw Twelve Monkeys, everyone's like, "Ooh, he's so bad from Saint Elsewhere." Is it, that was a memory. Is it a sequel to Saint Elsewhere, Twelve Monkeys? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get little clues along the way? I also the only other thing I know about Saint Elsewhere is uh, I overheard a very dumb drunk girl uh, describing where she was staying in Buenos Aires, and it's supposed to be San Telmo, but she called it Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> I'm going I to where they filmed Saint Elsewhere <laughs> in South America. That is lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird because like the second you were like, let's review Saint Elsewhere. Like, I know it as a thing. I feel like it's like a weird thing. I feel like a blind person who like knows that there's a street sign somewhere up ahead. Mm-hmm. But, like I don't know where, but I I don't know what Saint Elsewhere is. But I know it's this big thing that happened mm-hmm. or existed. And then, and why is it Saint Elsewhere? Like there's Saint you know Aquinas, all these other mm-hmm. saints. What is Saint Elsewhere? As like I said, what is that supposed to mean? Is that the saints aren't here? Well, it's also uh, not spelled saint, it's spelled S-T, so it might be a play on words, and it's the street that the hospital's on. Huh. It might not be uh, saint, because it's spelled S-T. It might be the street that the hospital's on. So, are we saying it wrong? Is everyone saying... Is it street... Al- well, street also no, doesn't make any sense it's either. it's S-T. It could be street or saint. Well, is elsewhere a saint? Like, it, like, not being Catholic or knowing anything about Catholicism. <laughs> is there a guy named is Elsewhere? There an elsewhere? <laughs> I don't 
don't know. It's brother of forget you. It's his brother. I mean, like, should we go find an Italian lady and be like, and she'd be like, oh, yes, you guys are dumb. Like, it's the patron saint of pilots and TV shows. Her crappy podcast. (laughs) Elsewhere. Yeah, I think I think that's why it stuck for me is that like there's something uh, slightly confusing and like evocative about the name, you know? Like yeah, there's a big question mark. Yeah, and and Gnarls Barkley made their that album. That's right. Saying oh, elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, you should also review the, <laughs> review that album. I love that album. That's, that's a great idea. We should have a follow up. <laughs> part two. But uh, because if you called it like Saint Jude's. It would be that very clear. Hospital. That yeah. is a hospital. Yeah. Like I would, I would not have had this confusion growing up. About I would also the, forget about it and shows. never remember that that Saint Jude's show I should watch. Yeah, like ER. Very clear what it's about. ER. <laughs> I'm quickly forgetting that it ever happened. But I get ER confused with Grey's Anatomy all the time. Yeah. It's... Which one had Doctor Green? I don't know. Uh, oh, is that is that Anthony Edwards? Yeah, that uh, was ER. That's ER. ER. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, Grey's is Shonda Rhimes or whatever her name is. That's true. All right, so let's check out the first or the last episode of the first season, and uh, what is it called? Let's see here. Thank you, Apple TV, for letting us do this. Uh, well, wow, this is back when they used to do twenty-two episodes. Yeah. Dr. Morrison tries to focus on his work while his wife lies in labor and the drug-addicted Dr. White is suspected of pilfering prescription medication. Okay, so is Dr. White Denzel Washington? (laughs) That's confusing. (laughs) Already (laughs) you would have like two things that are weird. Like, of course... The black guy's addicted to drugs. <laughs> and of course he's named Dr. White. I, I'm feeling they probably went that route. Yeah. But you gotta say for 1983, this is pretty uh, pretty forward. Uh, I know, like drug pill popping? Was that a, was it, that a no, big cultural thing? No, it's only a thing we think it is. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing, like one of the things is nothing has ever changed. Like doctors have always been popping yeah. pills. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is nothing new, but to just like show it on TV. I mean, this is the '80s. Everything's up for grabs. But aren't people doing like cocaine in the '80s? Like, oh. why, why are they going to pill popping? Maybe because they're doctors. Oh no, because you're a doctor. Because you have ready access to it. Because like at this, because it's a thing at this time. Like you don't want to assume that your doctor's buying blow. If your doctor's doing drugs, like a doctor would go that get was the drugs. So like, nineteen hundred. Right. <laughs> What's that show? The HBO show with the, uh, Nick. the Nick. The Nick. <laughs> we'll review that in ten years. Uh, no, the the other thing. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, totally not the other thing. Uh, back to maybe early question: Why St. elsewhere? Maybe it was the first show that like put doctors in a complicated light. You know that that they're human and make mistakes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we see that all the time now, but maybe they were the first people to show what, doctors. What about Mash? They were very upright in Mash. It was the morality was very clear on that show. He he may have like you know tried to make gin in his tent, <laughs> but he was a he was not only but the it good was guy. gin <laughs> and gin's legal. Yeah, they weren't smoking pot. But he, but he was also an up like the you know the morality of the show was him, and even though he like you know tried to sleep with all these women. He never crossed the line, you know. Like, it was who, always who's who's him? I thought that was a show about a bunch of people. It's but the um, main guy is Alan Alda's character. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So addiction. Here we go, and we'll, we'll check back in after this. Um, well, how how many minutes? Oh, forty nine minutes. Well, okay. We'll check back in forty nine minutes. Well. Go- I think the the weirdest thing that this episode cleared up for me is why Howie Long is that his name? Howie Mandel. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Howie Long. Howie Mandel. Why he has a career? When I'm still unclear as to why he has a career. Well, well, no, but I was like, because all I like, he was on like whatever bunch of dumb like game shows he was on, or like whatever. Like he was always doing things. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And where I the fuck did he come from? I guess you never saw the from? movie where he played a dog. 
I never saw that either. That's a really good movie. I just like uh, yeah, one day like I saw him and I was yeah. like, "Where did you come from? Like, who are yeah. you?" Okay, we should mention that we just watched the episode. <laughs> we just watched yes. the last episode of the first season. So we took addicted. Like, yeah, addicted. fifty minutes to watch the episode. Um, yeah, let's let's recap the episode first. Well, they uh... a fire was started. No, no, no. We need even bigger picture. <laughs> There's a hospital in oh, yes. some town. Right. There's a hospital in Boston. We think named, Boston. Named, named St. Inglacius or Ignatius. <laughs> some, something that starts with an E yes. and kind of looks like St. Elsewhere. They named after Enrique Iglesias, <laughs> that family of, of gifted Latin songwriters. And it's, and it's in the town of Boston. <laughs> yes. It's unclear as to why it's St. Elsewhere. They still, they haven't established... They didn't establish that in this episode. In this episode, the last one of the first season, they did not establish the name of <laughs> Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of it's a, a big cast. It's a there's big no cast. star. It's bustling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of side stories going on. Yeah, kind of like West Wing ish, and and the camera work feels like that too, where they're moving from very fluidly from one moment between a couple of characters to another moment with characters in the same uh, shot and the same scene and uh, people's lives come together and come apart uh, throughout the episode this uh, cast of all almost all male doctors um, we don't know if those women were doctors or nurses there was the the complicated Asian woman character in the cafeteria, she seemed like she was a doctor. She seemed like she because was a doctor. Because she was the only one talking about medicine. And... <laughs> yes. But she was, but she, somehow she was also involved with the, the childbirth of that one doctor whose wife was having, like, because she said, came in and was like, we need to talk about something. Okay. Oh, wait, but... No. No. Okay. Or was that somebody else? <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting lost in the details again. Oh, okay, details. So, hospital in Boston is, I think, all we've established so mm-hmm. far. What else did we need to tell the listeners about... It appears to be at some point in like the fall or early, early spring. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I got from the whole thing. It was, it was clearly not winter and it was not summer. How, how, do you, how did you get figure that out, Adam? Well, the, people were wearing jackets. That's true. But not like winter jackets. Mm-hmm. And there was a thunderstorm. That reminds me, we should do our own weather report <laughs> what the conditions are outside today, right now. It's um, cold outside. It's cold outside, <laughs> but not too cold. Uh, okay, so it's in the fall in Boston at a hotel at a hospital. Um, it's a seems like a general hospital with like you know all the parts like a pediatric ward, a, a surgery ward. But the interesting thing ward. was like the hallways looked old. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they went into like a room, the rooms looked more update and modern with like fluorescent lighting and drop ceilings. Yeah, sorry but I noticed that, but not too modern. Like I noticed there weren't any computers. No, uh, they were doing all the paperwork on paper, and there weren't very many machines. Uh, the few machines you did see, one was a uh, because it was a whole storyline around drug addiction. A couple of storylines around drug addiction. So there was like you know, uh, taking taking nitrous oxide from a tank, and but that's you know. But the weird thing with like okay, the the different stories of drug addictions, like we didn't really see. I, everything we saw, I would not classify as drug addiction. Yeah. You have the one guy who's like being like they're trying to frame for like this like all these drugs being stolen, but it was like he's going through this program and like basically the hardest thing in his life is that his boss doesn't like him and the girl he's sleeping with wants to kick him out yeah so you the, don't... there's there's a doctor in crisis and personal crisis right dr now. white dr white <laughs> not not not, not denzel, denzel. Washington. who actually doesn't play a big role in this episode at all which is funny because it's like his face is on yeah well because the thing. and it's you would recognize him that cover since yeah and he's the only person who's famous from this we're the most famous yeah there's also ed bagley jr who i think has the best performance in this episode so there's another part which is ed bagley jr is in surgery and he has to uh, show the head of surgery's son around who's also going to be a doctor 
and then he realizes this this younger uh, doctor who might be a resident is a complete uh, I don't know how you describe it a drug abuser and uh, he plays this role of does he say something does he not none of these storylines are clarified you thought that was the best role you thought that was the best performance yeah I personally I just like a Bigley Jr. a lot I think that's maybe sure but but he plays this like sort of confused like there's a lot of for 80s I guess it's not that much but there's a lot of overacting by sort of you know the aughts or the 90s standards yeah, but I feel like if if we take each storyline, like the the kid, the doc, like the head doctor's kid, it's like no one abuses drugs like that that I've like come across yeah. like like that openly in a workplace mm-hmm. with people you've met for the first time, mm-hmm. unless you're trying to piss off your dad, yeah. which this guy wasn't trying to do, or maybe might be trying to do, but not, but we'll, we won't know until we watch. The next episode, <laughs> which we're not going to do, Erica might. But. I might. I, I want to find out what happens with Doctor White. <laughs> you might have to spend a few years. <laughs> um, what other storylines are happening in this episode? Um, so there, there's also another doctor whose wife is in a in a multi-hour labor, and that sort of sort of bookends the episode. And everyone in the hospital is in this sort of uh, like betting thing, which felt kind of awkward. That they're all like they have all these tickets, like who's gonna they're picking how long she's gonna be in yeah. labor. Right, and but like the fucked up thing is they're doctors, and so it all of them are like, oh, I thought it was gonna be like this long, but it's like you guys are doctors, you deal with this shit all the fucking time. Yeah, and I it feel, seems very unprofessional. I, I feel like all the bets would pool around like the average time <laughs> yes. like you would know what that would be like someone would be like oh yeah you your height your hips hmm. could the title, <laughs> like a 20 hours could like, the title addiction have to do with the gambling issue that's <laughs> <laughs> the I don't be- I don't believe they thought gambling was an addiction at that point well I, I you know just having done like betting pools in workplaces no one's interested by the way in most like none there's like maybe two dudes who like give too much of a shit about it and everyone else is like you're weird and I don't leave me alone right and I don't care yeah and like what what's the like that one black character who's short and has a fucking afro mm-hmm. and like Inexplicably, at the end of the episode, he's running around looking in every garbage can for something. Yeah, his ticket, because he turned out he had the the right answer for how long the the other thing. But you wouldn't need a ticket. You like all the blocks are written down. You would know who fucking bought it. Yeah, like are the rules that strict that if you don't bring the ticket and you don't get you don't get the prize. Who gets it? And you know the other thing that was confusing was there were multiple categories you were picking it. It was like. Duration of labor, birth weight, and gender. Right. So if you're talking about three, like, and you're you're giving out like thing, that's like a thousand different variables, variable like uh, combinations that would result, or possibly even more. You and the only one that was left was thirty six hours, twelve pounds, girl. (laughs) Like you would have to fucking have. A staff of about ten thousand or more. You would have to be Google, and everyone would have to pick one. You'd have a three-dimensional graph of like where you are. And in the, the pool chart. would be like in the hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars. It's just not a point. Like you can't do it. You can't fucking. Do it. And they're like, oh, oh, what time is it? Oh, crumple up the fucking thing in front of the guy whose wife is having a fucking labor, yeah. which is like hours and hours long, but he doesn't seem to care. Yeah. He's, so, it was he's a concerned to... with the other uh, storyline. Yeah, which is, you, want, you want to mention that? So a, a, a man comes in addicted to drugs because he also had a child, but they left him. Apparently addicted to drugs. It's been six months. He's been taking pills for six he months. He passed out in the waiting room. I know. That's how we meet him, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the young doctor is having uh, the child. The father to be. Yeah. Father to be, it takes a liking to him, but it ends up a very sad way. <laughs> Say it. He kills himself. Bye. 
pumping air <laughs> into his into his vein. How does he do that? With a syringe. Presumably found in the trash. Yes, this is what we learned. <laughs> a used syringe. <laughs> He and infected himself with AIDS. <laughs> to kill himself. And then ten years later. <laughs> um, and and uh, why is air bad in your blood? It gives Adam? you a heart attack. Instant Be- heart attack. Because your heart can't fart. Like it's like the worst fucking suicide. Well, okay, it would work, but at the same time, it's like I haven't seen my little girl in six months. I love her so much. I take these pills. Yeah, the kill myself. But it maybe you know. I I think realism, especially when it comes to TV, you know, is a very sort of newer uh, type of thing. Yes. So I think from you know, if we want to sort of yes. grade them on a curve for nineteen eighty three, if that's you know when when it came out, um, that maybe that maybe was like the, the show was maybe known for that for being a sort of a humanistic broad view of suffering and life it seems very like stilted now and and uh and sort of like doesn't fit with what we know about people now but maybe for back then people were like oh okay that happens and now i'm learning well, a little all, about it there was a interesting scene where they're all sitting around having lunch and talking about addiction and um and all the bad parts of uh things like one woman one nurse was addicted to sugar that got her through the day yeah and it was this strange little bringing in like i felt like that was extremely forced oh right right and he's addicted to running yes he's addicted to running It, it was like a way to show everyone oh we all have our addictions yeah guys we all have our things mm-hmm. it's okay but but they did it in a way that maybe f- for them felt very like subtle and cool that they like sort of had you know it, it was sort of unconventional storytelling uh, for a drama yeah, show um, we should say who the story editor is is Tom Fontana who's yeah. behind Homicide in the Wire yeah. and so I think it like he's obviously makes good television just uh, at the time maybe wasn't able to make the television he was supposed to make yet. Well, or also it's like you, you know, everything gets built off of everything that came mm-hmm. before it, and mm-hmm. it's like the wire was not going to come out in 1980. Mm-hmm. It is shocking though. I mean, if if we're talking about Homicide on the Wire, which was in the 90s and the thousands, that's a that's a 30 year uh, window for mm-hmm. Tom Fontana's career. Mm-hmm. That's pretty an amazing trajectory. But yeah, the realism on the wire is. It's probably the greatest it's mm-hmm. ever been on TV, and yeah. Homicide comes close to that. Saying elsewhere, its roots feel very uh, sort of uh, rough around the edges, and its attempts at diversity, which it does, you know, there's Denzel, there's other people of color on the show. An Indian wise man. An Indian wise man, which who gets who gets patronized by Ed Bigley Jr.'s character a little bit. Um, but maybe at that point, just having them on and having being reflective of what you would see in a hospital in America felt, you know, groundbreaking. And maybe okay, so it was. what else is on right now? Cheers. Which okay. is all white, Which except all white. for actually, I've never seen Cheers. I don't know. Oh, Cheers! I would say Cheers is a thousand times better than this show. Yeah, but it's it's doing something very different. It's not trying to like. What else is on? Do you guys remember anything else that was on? Well, I mean, MacGyver was on. <laughs> A-Team was on? Yeah, which are all terrible. When it comes to realism, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Realism. But, like, oh, I I think, a, like, a, a weird thing is, like, traditionally, Boston is a fucking racist, segregated town. Yeah. So, like, it is kind of interested, interesting that, like, it it is a cast where everything, everyone is together. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it's... I mean, it didn't... Maybe because we were watching it from our point of view it might have seemed a little forced that everyone was together but like I don't know if it would have felt that forced like or racially it, speaking like, or it felt groundbreaking back then and yeah. and now it, it feels slightly awkward and, and you know yeah it feels slightly patronizing when we ask them do you have any like ancient Indian wisdom to help me <laughs> with this problem of whether I tell the head of surgery whether the, the but then the guy, like, but then the Indian guy is gonna speak in basically riddles. 
so that the guy has to figure out what he's talking about, but then yeah. doesn't get it, and the Indian guy has to explain to him, like, talk to the kid. Like, yeah, which is the sort of the magical, you know, it's the version of, like, sort of the magical other, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's there's the my culture, like, potentially white culture, is all confused, and wisdom comes from these, like, you know, otherworldly, like, you know, people of color who, like, have great wisdom to deliver. They might have been playing against that type, but it didn't feel like it. It felt like they were sort of played to it um, rather than play against it. But at the same time, I wouldn't say it's a big part of what's going on in the show. I think uh, what's going on in the show is the lives of the mostly white male doctors. Or it is the white male doctors. And they're not, they're not like traditional male roles. They're not, there's no bossy male chauvinist, at least on this episode. Dr. White was pretty... Uh... Yeah, with the cheek pinching mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. incident. Yeah. But I don't think it defines him, and he's clearly someone in pain and he's trouble. In pain and trouble. That's why I want to finish this season. <laughs> but <laughs> you're gonna say something but, else. But what, okay, but what about the like the the like strong? I don't even know if you can describe it as strong, but like that one scene in the morgue where that one woman is like, mm-hmm. oh. I'm gonna like fuck this guy. Sexuality is a very interesting, and, and women's sexuality is pretty open on the show. That yeah, they're like they're free sexual agents uh, in control he got of dumped the... by the nurse. Oh, but yeah. but then yeah, but then you get the the classic, like this, you know, Howie. What's his name? Howie Mandel. Howie, Howie Mandel's character like has sex with a chick in the morgue, but he doesn't want to fuck up the relationship he has with the other nurse, and so he comes back from the no- morgue, and then she like classic like drink in the face moment like like that trope that we all have seen a thousand times before so it's like you're branching off into like female sexuality and like this openness and like very out in front but also at the same time like they keep like the reserved like a front of course which you would have well i also feel like that scene in the morgue and i asked while we were watching it was a comedy scene like i i felt like it was very it's supposed to be silly was very silly. It was With very thunder silly. in the background, yeah. the morgue. It like changed genre all of a sudden. Yeah, she she it. gave this sort of so, very dramatic speech. So they're kind of making a joke of the female so? sexuality with that, I'd say. Yeah. Because who the hell would sleep with Howie Mandel anyway? <laughs> I thought he was quite attractive. He had, <laughs> oh he had all his hair. Can you, can I mean, you describe he, his, oh, outfit? describe his outfit? He, he looked like a fucking water boy for the Red Sox. <laughs> he had a, a Boston Red Sox hat on. He's wearing like... The fuck... But that's a wig anyway. That's not his hair. That wasn't his hair? Is no, he's been shaking his head since he's... No way! He has serious like, problems with hair. Hair his entire life? Yes. I thought it was his real hair. Yeah, and there's a lot of it. There's so much hair. It's like a, a mullet. It's a, <laughs> yes, thing. it's a mullet. Maybe it's not a wig. It should be a wig. It feels very unsanitary for a doctor to be. <laughs> but like he, yeah, he's dressed. He's kind of dressed like a muppet. But the, the weird thing, because <laughs> he's like, cow, uh, base, Boston Red Sox hat. He's like wearing like a, a, a long sleeves t shirt with no, like no, no, another no, a dress shirt with a t shirt on top. Right, dress shirt with a t shirt on top. A, a belt with things hanging off of it. Right, oh, utility God. belt. <laughs> Could not figure out his job. Was He's he like chewing gum the whole time? Chewing gum the whole time. Was he a like an ER doctor? Yeah. Was he or is he like the like the like like the facilitator? Like this guy's dying. Get him in there. Like I don't. You didn't know what he did, other than crack jokes and yeah. innuendo and pass the salt to the chick who wanted to fuck him later. But at the same point, like. What disturbs me every time I watch something from like this time, yeah, is that I'm like, it feels like it could have been shot now only because of the way everyone's dressed. It's like I, I feel like oh, because it's come back again. It's come back around. I feel like yeah. you know how how his character. I feel like I've seen that asshole walking down fucking Broadway <laughs> at like twelve o'clock in the morning, and you're like dickhead go home and fucking put some clothes on you don't look okay you homeless motherfucker but uh, do you mean broadway or bedford either or it's it's that pervasive like it's everywhere what are we calling that look I, it's, well, it's like i feel like if we take the term hipster away from everybody which we should and we yeah. call it call it the howie long mandela whatever his howie fucking long. Mandela. Then, 
then people will be like, I don't want to look like that guy, and they'll stop doing it. You're, yeah. you're saying every hipster should have to watch this episode. They have to watch it and then look at themselves in the mirror. And then fucking think about it. Hold their face in the mirror. <laughs> that is it's a, like a parent like taking like or like a dog or like rubbing the dog in the piss pile and be like, don't pee in the house. Don't wear this shit. Um, I think we should uh, transition to would we recommend this episode to other people or not? And then no. I wanted to talk about other stuff from this time period. I, you said no. Yeah. I said no because there was a whole big part with two old men talking about oh, bullshit. Thank right, you. we didn't get to the old men. <laughs> Thank you. you they, yeah, get, they get in a road rage fight because one guy calls them old and they don't drive. And they're having this sort of philosophical about discussion about all their friends who have died. They get in this road rage fight involving a light. A flashlight and a hammer, and they've never blood. felt more alive. Again. They didn't feel more alive since WW two. They were yeah. covered in blood, laughing about it. At the end, at the talking end. about vitality. It was mm-hmm. pretty bad. So, yeah, uh, yeah. What would you? How would you? That plot line is so weird, and the way it comes out is so like bullshit expository, like writing that it. Do it really weakens like, uh, otherwise. Do you think it's like episode. to capture like the older audience? I think so. Who? Uh, I like. I mean, because it's TV. It's it's written so, for audiences. So I noticed a lot, a lot of things. There was family orientation with the woman being born. So that's like people who have a young family. There was the drama <laughs> with <laughs> different constituents. The, the sexy, the sexy, funny part with Harry, Howie Long, right. and Bella, <laughs> and the woman. And then the um, the old guys getting in a feeling more alive than so this is like World a this is like II. a big tent show. Yes, it's yeah. meant to cover. And I think that television back then had to do that because everything was based. Yeah, on... you kind of look at Happy Days and yeah. the kids, but they also have the older people in the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah people weren't like the the TV audience wasn't completely broken up like it is now. Yeah, and oh, so Doctor White is, you know, talking to his ex-wife about his addiction. He feels so alone. Pulled my heartstrings, <laughs> so it got you know the, the early thirties. Because uh... <laughs> you're saying an older person clearly wouldn't care about the storyline no. or be able to understand. Well, the older person would be like, quit using the drugs, dickhead. Get back with your ex-wife. <laughs> I want to hear about vitality. Oh, or or that one older lady, the older nurse who is like, my first marriage. Yeah. Guy sucked. I left him. And this second marriage, that, that, that she's, she's like, another interesting. And she talks about a mastectomy, which felt pretty groundbreaking for mm-hmm. the early eighties, um, and what it taught about loss. But it also comes from this. They basically toned down what would be cliches. Like she's basically a toned down version of the the sassy older head nurse who takes no you know guff from anybody. Which, you know, speaking of another medical show, MASH, you know, has a perfect, like, you know, version of that who's, like, turned up to 10, you know, that version <laughs> of that. Uh, she's maybe, you know, tuned down to maybe six on the scale. Um, but she dispenses some wisdom to this younger woman that uh, feels, yeah, doesn't it feel felt like... like a lot of words that didn't mean anything. Yeah, and it was unclear what anyone was talking about or like uh, something you would read like on, like on a Snapple bottle yeah or, like, or USA Today yeah uh, okay so you're not recommending it uh, is that final I am point? not recommending it alright Adam I don't think I could recommend it because it's just it's not that it's boring it's, uh, it doesn't age well it's not current no it does and then it's not doing enough I agree with you and it's not doing enough different thing to warrant someone watching it other stuff from that era like the 18 for example i we should look at it at a certain point but i feel like i would get more of the 18 even though it's a probably a worse show right because there's such like you know chaos going on in it this one isn't really offering much it's offering a very sort of soft big tent you know, uh, big cast drama mm-hmm. without like real like uh, you know characters that really pop or or storylines that really go somewhere crazy. It's gonna be like uh, I think NCIS. Yeah, very that's a good similar. Comparison. Where you're like, 
on the airplane in the 80s, everyone was watching this. <laughs> if they could. <laughs> if they brought their projector with <laughs> Really? When, when did television shows get on airplanes? Well, it was usually movies. Yeah. With a projector? Not, I forget how... Yeah, you, you I, I started digital flying. Projector. I started flying. What ninety four was my when first I, flight. My first flight ninety six. So like two years up. But you guys the, are the, such old flyers. Yeah, grew up in New Hampshire. Sorry, <laughs> grew up in, <laughs> in Bangladesh. Yeah. Exactly. You guys should be the ones flying around. Uh, but those flights, it was projector, and then when I when I took my own personal flight. Which would have been like 2000, 2000, Virgin was the first time I had like the screen oh, on the thing. personal display on the, the seat. Yeah, sure. I guess it was projector originally. And I, they changed the plot too. I remember that because there was a plane crash and they changed the plot. Which, which, uh, which movie is this? It's Shorty. There's a plane crash. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> Is that what <laughs> Which uh, is funny because like this last. Where was I? Where the fuck I was going? I was watching something, and there was definitely a, like a plane crash type of movie, and I was watching on the plane, which was fun. But then at halfway through, I was like, "But I'm on a plane." Yeah. I was like, "That's odd that they would do that." Does would yeah? Is that is that something they even consider? They used to. Well, like, do you ever you... watch that documentary like Clean Flicks? It's about like censoring movies. Censoring movies. This thing in Utah, they would like clean up movies so that Mormons could watch them or evangelical Christians. Yeah. And the thing is, like, in court, because they're going up against all these directors, like in court, they're like, "But you guys do this for airplanes. Yeah. Why don't you just release these airplane movies to us?" And like the directors, like, well, "Go fuck yourself." I'll do airplanes what I want. are doing one very specific thing, which is taking out plane crashes. Are they taking out? Movies? No, no. They, they uh, basically. If you're on a plane, like when they were showing movies, like and everyone could watch it, say it was like a racier movie, they would take out stuff so that it would be appropriate for children. Instead of just showing PG movies? Yeah, I don't well, know. PG like they want to show fucking Lolita and they're like, we can't, that's, we're going to cut out 30 minutes of it right now. Yeah, no, but those things didn't exist yet. What didn't exist yet? PG and R didn't exist yet. So, oh, that's interesting. That's a good considered, man. But I mean, like you. Well, no. PG existed in the eighties. Yeah, it was much more risque. Exactly. Like watch Back to the Future recently. There's a, there's an attempted rape in that movie. I know. When? On her in son. In the car. Incest. Oh yeah. No, that's later. That's separate. She 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 goes to the dance. Oh yeah yeah. With and there's a lot of rape really in there. really pushy. Mm-hmm. Like it's scary and uh, she barely gets out of it. But then like that's forgets why that about it. That's just an amazing movie. Back in the eighties, any night could be raped. Like, and just like, just, like didn't get raped tonight. Rape night. <laughs> yes. Should we go to the dance? <laughs> Honey, uh, I don't want you to go to the dance. You get raped. So what? I I think I I thought about Saint Elsewhere because I feel like it's a show my parents. I mean, we I didn't grow up here, and they didn't watch these types of shows, and they don't really watch TV. But when they did watch TV in the eighties. They, their friends maybe watched what was playing in Bangladesh, Dallas and Dynasty. A lot of people watched those shows. Saying Elsewhere probably would have been a, quite a big step up from that trash. Uh, I don't even know what Dallas and Dynasty. Dallas, they're like it's fa- fa- funny that they all like came out Texas. together. Yeah, okay. it's about the rise of and Texas. I've oil never, money. I've never seen either one of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, an episode about that would be good. Yeah. And, uh, but they they did make a board game of one of those shows. Oh yeah, yeah. So what did your families watch when you were a kid? What did the adults watch? Well, when I was a kid, we didn't have cable. We only had PBS. It was a <laughs> oh, it was no. a choice. <gasps> oh no. So. Um, Whose choice was this? It was my fucking mother's choice, and uh, but. <laughs> but that that was when I got to the age of watching television. I don't know. They said it would rot my brain, so they put on PBS. But before that, before I was at the age of watching television, Saint Elsewhere was talked about because it was it did overlap with 
I was born, my older sister was a part of it. And I do remember my mom talking about it because she's the one actually when I went to see 12 Monkeys who's like, he's from, 12, he's from St. Elsewhere. Um, <laughs> and I was supposed to know what that means. You're like, oh. In 10 years, <laughs> well, we'll figure this out. <laughs> it's all coming together now. And um, they they tried to watch artsy stuff because they wanted to think that they were better. Artsy than. TV or just movies artsy? Artsy movies and, and PBS and like they were pushing something so, so much. Like I went to a Waldorf school, like it was everything. They were trying to do everything in this one way to, uh, mm-hmm. to stop. To what? protect you from from me making a podcast in the future. <laughs> I'm glad we've succeeded. Uh, what did you? What did you? What did the adults watch on PBS? Oh, um, is there anything on PBS? Yes, there's actually a lot. Masterpiece Theater, Morse Mystery, Paro was my favorite. Oh, Paro is great. I grew up. On I that, grew up so on that. that. My parents watched that um, too. Then like the British. Comms. Oh, they had Red Dwarf. Are you being served? Red Dwarf. Yeah. Um, What's Red Dwarf? Uh, it's a sci-fi great comedy. Yeah, like yeah. BBC stuff. BBC yeah. like comedy. Comedy stuff, which was really weird and way more sexual than this. Like <laughs> it's super like weird, heavy, interesting. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what a space herpy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's huge like harpy or herpy herpy it okay. was so fucking i was like i remember like watching that episode and i was like at an age where i'm like i know like everyone's laughing and i know that this has something to do with sex but i don't i don't get it mm-hmm. but somehow this is super funny yeah and he just basically had like this big like yeah and then you like bring it to school and you say space herpes and see what like jokes you can get in middle school yeah (laughs) and everyone starts ignoring you because you don't have regular TV yes Uh, what about you Adam sounds Uh, like some PBS I remember I remember growing up uh, what what did the adults do specifically my mom uh, watched uh, what's that General Hospital during the day I can remember uh, her washing the soaps like she had her soaps and then was she stay at home was she stay at home she was stay at home yeah and then I remember at night like whenever there was like football on like my dad would watch football and stuff like that and then the Patriots the Pats the Pats and then uh, he would watch and then there was like MacGyver I grew yeah, up on a lot of MacGyver a lot we of MacGyver. MacGyver somehow it was like recorded for us yeah <laughs> VHS and I remember, like, after school, we sometimes did watch the Cosby show. Mm. But then the, then there was, like, you know... But I, I can't remember everything that they they watched. Was there a lot of stuff off-limits? Tons of stuff off-limits. For everyone or just for the kids? Uh, it, it was sort of, like, for everyone. It was, like, a Because, like, when I was 12, they got rid of TV altogether. As they were getting more and more conservative? Or? More and more conservative and mm-hmm. more... And, and so... I think it was basically when VCRs came out, they got rid of cable, <laughs> and then it was all. They're like they're going to be taping yeah. that shows and, and then it was getting tapes. And so we had it. we had the VCR, and it was all like Disney or oh. or like PG stuff, or like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Wizard of Oz crap. Yeah, Star Wars was always good. Star Trek was you always good. You didn't have PBS though. And we and we had no PBS. Like it was like absolutely like we were in the middle of the woods. Like mm-hmm. couldn't get. Like anything on the antenna, mm-hmm. so it was just, it was strictly VHS, which was funny because a friend's parents like recorded something like some cartoon for us or like some Disney show, but they had they recorded it. But at that time, you could like you hit record and then go away and do mm-hmm. whatever the rest of your life did. Yeah. And afterwards, on this thing, they recorded Full Metal Jacket because mm-hmm. it was like HBO or Cinemax. And then there was like this really scary movie, and then there was like fucking softcore porn. But since my parents only watched the first thing, they didn't know it had the rest of the stuff on there. That's yeah. why the VCR is yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, we had a. So my parents split up in 1990, and my dad kept cable, my mom even pushed further of us only watching art films to better ourselves. But my dad would just record HBO or Cinemax, and we'd pick them up on our 
on our joint weekends and bring them back and like watch them. And we did have some softcore porn yeah. and some other things. Quite and exciting, as I was, remember. <laughs> it was very. We uh, we had this we had the scramble porn. I, I, uh, I learned to unscramble it in my mind. <laughs> uh, my yeah, my parents. Interestingly, all like, all three of our parents have complicated relationship with TV. Um, so I guess none of us got the sort of traditional suburban sit you in front of the sit TV. Sit in front of the TV and that's it. Yeah, and and back in Bangladesh, TV like my parents didn't have one. So you have to go to grandparents' house, and this is the you know before the dish and all this stuff. So it was the government TV channel. Remember on Saturdays, which is like a Sunday here, we'd wait for the the TV station to, to come on air. There oh, would wow. be and it would be like at three in the afternoon. And all of a sudden, it's like ba boom. Yeah, and then you know, they would do. It was kind of cool because they would do like a bunch of different prayers, and it's kind of cool. They would do a Buddhist prayer, a Hindu prayer, and a Muslim prayer, and then do a national anthem. And then straight to Dallas. No, straight to <laughs> straight to Thundercats. 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 Grew up on a ton of Thundercats. I don't think my parents were into that. My dad would probably be napping at that point, and if I hadn't been good or made too much noise, he would like not let me watch Thundercats and make me just like lay in the bed, like you know, at least like snoring his ass off, and I'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, and uh, then later. Um, when would they actually I don't I, we weren't allowed to be around Dallas or Dynasty so I don't know when that actually happened. maybe that happened at night but we didn't have a TV at home so the only time yeah was at my grandmother's house and um, my cousins were in the state so they would they'd had like brought a few tapes over so we would like watch the crap out of it like cartoons um, and then there were a few other shows that were on in the evenings once they got a TV. Uh, Airwolf was one that was sort of a, you know. <laughs> Airwolf? You don't know Airwolf? No. Oh my God, oh my God. This is, this is a. Is this that is, what the. It's, it's, a, it's like a. It's like a. Uh, what would we be compared to? We compared to like Knight Rider, mm -hmm. except it's not a car, it's, it's a airplane. helicopter. Oh. Yeah, and he's in a mountain, he like, helicopter comes out and like. Why I, would they? Why would the helicopter be a wolf? And no, it's just called Airwolf. I don't know why. It's a wolf. anyway. Manimal. Do you guys remember that? They were all, like no. The, the, no. the public television in Bangladesh was buying whatever was the cheapest, crappiest stuff in America, and putting it on. And uh, later, though, and then at a different point, we moved to Saudi Arabia. Uh, everyone started getting a dish, and like satellite TV started up. But the only channels were the BBC, which had, had a you know very good channel and like probably ended up seeing a lot of stuff that you guys grew up with. Not, not many of the dramas or stuff like that, but the good documentaries because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the the other stuff wouldn't have played well in Asia and Middle East. And uh, So is this stuff dubbed or in subtitles? It's, no, it's not only in English. So you just yeah, know English? There was, uh, yeah, at that point, I don't know how it happened, but um, no, I do know how to. I went to English medium schools most of my life, mm -hmm. so... All the schools, except for maybe a couple of years, were running English. Bad, bad Indian English, but English nonetheless. And then, yeah, BBC and uh, in Saudi Arabia, and then uh, Richard Murdoch had a, uh, I think it was a Star Network. They started playing American shows, and that's when really things started taking off uh, <laughs> culturally for me. <laughs> when I saw that's you know, when I was born. Yes, when I was born. I remember seeing like the first like big American blockbuster movies. Um, before that, it was VHS, and and the first VHS tape I remember was Terminator Two. Do you remember the previews for that? No, I think things like previews didn't make it over. Oh, because we used to play a game um, when we were on Saturdays when we were bored, my sister and I, where we'd put on a movie, and then the sister would come in. And we had to guess what movie it was based on the previews on the VHS. That's how many movies and how often we watch these movies. <laughs> oh, just, okay. This, uh, so, like... We played a game where... Because since we only had the, the same movies mm -hmm. and stuff, where we would, like... I mean, there were seven of us. You're wa like, we're washing dishes after dinner and stuff. And the game was, like, you would quote one of the movies, but, like, you would have to, like, do, like, the smallest quote possible, mm -hmm. like... Like, and then they, 
and like the other person would have to guess and like we would play that for hours because we knew these stupid fucking like Mo- like, what it, like Ten Commandments, Ben Hur, like just knew them backwards and forwards, like like quote anything from them. Oh no, yeah, yeah. VHS, man, that's a great time. You have to go out and like remember. Even in Taka Bangladesh, going out to like the video store to get a video. Well, that and, was the most exciting part. Yeah. Of you can the day. still do that upstate. <laughs> <laughs> As we saw in Fleshman, yes. yes. You, not something you want to do anymore because they're sad places. Now. So sad. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I started getting into science fiction, and I and I got into Arthur C. Clarke, and I wanted to see two thousand one, and like, I made like like no one looks at me. Want to watch this? And I like I made like I want to pick this and watch it. Like everyone left the room. I'm like just there watching two thousand one by myself, and it's getting very psychedelic at this point near the that end. That is like, the most boring fucking movie ever made. I love that movie. I like. I I don't. Uh, I, wrong po- I don't, wrong want, to podcast, ins- I don't want to insult you guys, but like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's like, sure, it's beautiful, and it's fu- the monkeys, you the fucking pen, do, I am happy the to goddamn ex- thing in the ground. I, I'm happy to explain it to you, but it's useless. Well, I, I, it would have already solved the world's problem if it was okay. It's uh, not. <laughs> I, I read the. I'm, I'm a nerd that I read the book first. I tried to read the second book. The second book, yeah. The rest and of like, I wanted good. to shoot myself. Yeah. But Terminator Two, though, there's a fucking amazing yeah. VHS. I remember when that thing broke in Saudi Arabia. You have another bottle of wine. So we have opened our second bottle of wine. And we're thinking about the future. What are we thinking? Um, I I have a lot of experience with PBS, so I'd recommend something from PBS or VHS. Any VHS film too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? What was a classic VHS? Well, it's it's fun. Recently, I rewatched like Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, just like on a weekend, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, this movie's pretty good. Like in in a yeah. weird way, where I'm like, you know, something as a childhood, I was like, watched it all the time, but like rewatching, I was like, yeah, it's good. You know, like, did you watch that with your family? Was oh yeah, that, that was one of the VHS. What things. about so like Harry and the Hendersons? Did you watch that? I did watch that. I remember hating it. Be- and I think I hated it because I wanted Bigfoot to be so real. I think I remember like wishing that my life could be that life because it felt like the family somehow pulled it together. And I think it was like the middle of a divorce too. Right. It felt like a good family. But it was the disappointment of it being just a film where his head makes a dent in the top of the car. Wait. The, uh, I think I remember the show. The, the Bigfoot isn't out. real. I don't remember well, the in, end. No, in real life, Bigfoot's not real. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> on the show, <laughs> he's real. On the show, he's oh, real. There's a whole other layer. No, no, a whole other layer. It's like, this, this movie got my hopes up yeah, so yeah, much, yeah. and it was so exciting, and like the family was cool, and like, yeah, they had problems, and everything like came mm-hmm. around. Harry was their friend, and like he's real. And then the movie ends, and you're like, my life fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think I had a similar reaction to it. And, and it's like... Every kid's life sucks because you can't make your own decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, like, it, but like, and so you put those feelings onto different movies because you're like, oh. So I'm sure watching it now, I'd be like, that's great. Fuck, that fucking monster did all that damage to my vehicle. And how am I going to pay for this? <laughs> Was there a television show that made you feel that way? Either one of you? Summer? Really happy? Like a family you wanted to be in? A family you wanted to be in. There's one presently that. Which is Bob's it? Burgers. I wish I was in that family. <laughs> oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, yeah, what show? What show made you feel jealous uh, familiarly? Where Harry and the Hendersons is one. Well, that was a movie. That was a movie. So, um, I honestly can't think of one because, like, the shows that I can remember watching was like Webster. Uh, What's the white trash one? Um, love and marriage. Oh, we weren't allowed to watch that. We were. Uh, 
All in the Family? No. no. Uh, it was pretty bad. Like, we were allowed to watch it. On Ted Bundy. Yeah. Oh, um, Married with Children. Married, married with, with children. children. We were not allowed to watch that at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. I, I don't know if we were allowed to. Actually. Speaking of that era of TV, um, The Simpsons. Yes. Was actually one of the rare shows that we all watched as a family. And even my mother, who does not watch TV or care for it, Maybe even watched a couple episodes of The Simpsons. Enjoyed it? Enjoyed it. It was like groundbreaking. We were not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't allowed to watch cartoons. Man, you guys are such deprived kids. My, I, my um, mother did I not come from a third world country, and I, I, I'm feeling sad for you guys. Well, it you was should. weird because like back in like the mid-80s, early 90s, there was like that satanic fucking scare. Yeah, like everything, the devil was everywhere. Like yeah. my parents, I've heard people talk about really this. fucking bought into it. So yeah. like there were so many things that were off limits. Yeah, was like like the Smurfs might have been one of them. Like like things that were not. Yeah, no, I think fucking <laughs> satanic. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, in California they passed laws about this. Like, right, it was like, there were trials if the teacher was like satanic or not. I mean, that's crazy. That's amazing. The imagination people have. But it's like, what? What I find funny is like GI Joe, thumbs up all the way. Like, watch it. American neo. Well, you know, and it's imperialism, like imperialism, carnage. The the weird thing, like with like, like, and I'm not sure if this goes for like all evangelicals or all like very like conservative like Christian people, but like especially with Mormons, like they don't care about violence. Like if it's violent, it's fine. Yeah. But if you're fucking somebody, if they show a booby, it's over. Like, yeah. or, or if they hint at it, or they hint at any intimacy, it, it's done. Or it's sort of generally true, though, in, in America and right. probably most places. So I think I think that works on like, but having not grown up in those, I, I can't speak to it for yeah. sure. But it's like, and like that was the thing. Like the Smurfs, they had Gargamel, who was this wizard. So it's like. Oh, you know, magic. just like magic shit. And it's like they're fucking Smurfs. They're three <laughs> apples high. They live in mushrooms. Have you read the Bible? <laughs> Have you read the Bible? That guy jerked off on the ground and God killed him. Come on. Who's that guy? Uh, I think it was a brother of Shem or somebody. Like, Saint Elsewhere. He <laughs> basically his, this lady's husband dies, and so she marries the guy's brother which is tradition and then but that guy doesn't want to have kids with her so before they have sex he jerks off and mm. spills his seed on the ground oh, I remember and god's story. like uh-uh and kills him this is all in the bibble it was oh, yeah. johnny appleseed giants <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got his uh, fucking cast iron pot in his head his bag and his seeds just 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 everywhere it's fine <laughs> I, I can see why God did that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. No more orchards. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so did we, I don't think we came to a decision. No. Um, what do you think? Maybe maybe it'll be a surprise next I think episode. Be, I think it, we need to figure this out off. Some more discussion on the surprise. But I think, like, like with, with St. Elsewhere, I, I feel like I learned... I feel like it filled in some blank yeah. spaces on my map. Cultural map, yeah. Cultural map that I didn't know existed. There are monsters and, there. And I there are monsters <laughs> there. And I feel like in the future, after watching this, I'd be like, well, you know, Denzel Washington, he was in this thing. And, you know, and Howie and, and how Long, Mandela, was You're in this thing. You're going to have some great St. Elsewhere jokes. <laughs> and, you know. We should open up with some St. Elsewhere jokes. <laughs> and the, the next Christmas party. <laughs> but, but can we go to yeah. Charles Barkley? Oh, yeah. St. Elsewhere. Do, yeah, what do you think the connection is there? I can't quite remember the song. but That's the one oh, with the crazy, right? Crazy, but he also has that, yeah, the video in a hospital. He, we got to get him on the phone. He must have. <laughs> He's in a lot of trouble since he's said some hateful things online. So Look, he could be using a... You know, that's what I'm saying. He might take our call. Yeah, let's not judge him. Oh, I'm, I'm not judging him. I'm just saying he might not be very busy. And ask him. Yeah. Send him the 
<laughs> Send him this Set up a pilot. <laughs> then we'll talk to him. Do you want to get in on the ground floor <laughs> of this? Get on the ground floor and figure out what he's doing and why he made that elbow. That's true. And has he watched the show? And what does he and think has about he watched it? the show? Yes. What does he think about Next, oh, we, we can have those again. He was the baby born <gasps> on the first last episode. He's, oh my goodness, you're right. Because Denzel slept with the other doctor's wife. No, yes. no, no. We, we saw this baby's ass. It's white. Hey. It's the pinkest ass I've seen. They change colors. They change colors. <laughs> they change colors. First rule about babies. I just wonder colors. how, like, the only reason I would watch anything else in this thing mm-hmm. is to, like, I would go forward to the last season to see what Denzel's character is doing now yeah because they are pimping it on the Netflix yeah. or whatever the Apple TV as Denzel is in this I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think St. Elsewhere is supposed to have a famous finale it has a famous finale that's what, what is I, it I didn't see it but but Google... do you know something about it what do you know about it it's, like, just, yeah, it's like almost as famous as J.R. just to clarify this up there are no nuns or priests <laughs> Unlike I thought there would be. Oh, he wakes up from a dream. Yeah, it was all in someone's <laughs> dumb dream. Are you fucking no, kidding me? No, that's the other famous ending. Oh, sorry. That's the one with uh, the comedian. Yeah. See, the, it makes up. If they do something stupid, maybe we have to see the last. I might have to see the last one because if they do something stupid, then it, it'll make Lost seem less dumb to me. Because like that ending. <laughs> that ending was pretty bad. Fuck that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. They, yeah, they all walked into light at the end, I think. Life, Leftovers you, is good, though. Leftovers is so good. We're getting hooked on another last show. You would like it's it. It's good. Although, if you want to hate this guy, you don't want to get into another <laughs> show just like that with a big puzzle. It wasn't so much the puzzle, it's just like the, like... Acting's better in Leftovers. They just the fucking are all dead waiting in a church for each other like fuck that you should talk to my sister she's she's great at defending that ending right. oh yeah I love getting her goat on get her on the phone <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean it's just but you fucking can't do that to people no yeah you're right like with okay have five different endings because you'll never make everyone happy and it's like if you and air them in different well, scenes. No, no, because we we are in the we just found out we are in the age of the internet where it's like everyone. they can show the ending they want and you watch it and at the end of it they go if you don't like this ending go to blah blah blah. It's like a choose your own adventure. So you watch that and it's at the end of that one goes if you don't like this ending go to this one and like if you do five I'm pretty sure you'll get everyone you'll be like. Yeah, well, it's that, a good that is an idea. That's a terrible idea. It's not a terrible I don't think idea. It's a terrible, terrible idea. idea. You have to know how to end your story. Well, you're... they don't fucking know. <laughs> yes, they don't. You can be mad to them about it, but giving Dude, five endings is not a solution. If Stephen King would write fucking five different endings to all of his fucking books, I'm sure because he can't because all of them suck. Every <laughs> yeah. every ending to every one of his books sucks. He's a hack. Dick. Yeah. He's not a hack. He's a great writer. We His endings suck. We should do a Stephen King book. Oh, from my that gosh. time period. That's a, that's but a motherfucker that. cannot end a goddamn story. So if he had, and he's got enough fans. If he had a fan, just like five fans, just write the ending to all these different ones, <laughs> we'd get one that's good. It's outsourcing. It's like a million monkeys with a million typewriters. Mi- no, no, no. We're eventually gonna five write. monkeys with fucking an idea of what people want. Because it's like, okay, Stanley Kubrick's The Shinning <laughs> ended amazingly. It was great. You yes. read that dumb fucking book. Yeah. That goddamn story. Yeah. Like, the thing is inside his head, it's in his mouth, the ending's bullshit, it's him from the future talking to his... It's so convoluted that you're like, fuck off. Yeah. Stanley, thank you for coming in and mm-hmm. fixing that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fuck well, yourself I'm, on 2001. Yeah, then. I'm glad you praised Kubrick <laughs> on yeah. You brought yourself back with that. Well, he also... Well, that was the funny thing, is like, Vital... When they're all... The old dudes are talking about Vitality, all I could think of was, like, uh, Doctor Strangelove, and he's like... Our vital essences, <laughs> mineral water. Yeah. Those guys were the worst. Do not watch this episode. Don't watch this episode. Those guys were the worst. They, but the thing is, like, 
They maybe wanted, they die. That's why the season series finale was so great. Who knows? <laughs> they wanted to be the Muppets. Yeah, those two old yes. but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't funny. They weren't funny at all. It was supposed to be profound, but, but I, I felt. I but I also wonder if like the writer and the director are like, dude, the two producers are saying like there isn't enough like old fart idiots in this. <laughs> we, so we, let's, we've tested it. <laughs> so let's, tested it no, no, they didn't test it. The the producers are old fart idiots and they're like they don't see themselves in it and they're like, get us two potatoes to roll around this fucking episode and make light of things and then that's it. We're good. And the geriatric crowd can eat their tapioca and fucking be fine with it. I love that. I love thinking that's how Hollywood works. I think that's how it works. <laughs> everyone who everyone producing is like, I don't see myself in this. I need a guy who had his balls removed and has a super long dick but can't get a boner anymore. I don't see myself in this anymore. Get get that in there. <laughs> who was that character in this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but I Actually, the nurse who had the vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think we just crossed the line there. Print. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.